Get ready to be dazed and infused. Join sugar industry expert Latham Woodward for a happier hour each week for a lively and often hilarious discussion on the infusion of cannabis into food, beverages, and life. Explore exciting new culinary landscape trends with fascinating friends and guests who are leading the industry into the uncharted mainstream. Discover curated menus, enhanced cocktails, and live tastings. Life's a little sweeter here on Dazed and Infused. Welcome to Dazed and Infused. Tonight we have Mark Nari of Buddha Bean Coffee. And um, I'm pleased to say that Mark and I have had a couple of occurrences where we've run into each other. I met Mark at the High Times show in San Bernardino, California, where he was um, showing off his nitro coffee in the VIP area. And it was really, really amazing stuff. And I really had never experienced nitrogen coffee before that. And I became kind of a convert. Got a lot of uh, good feedback also from my staff and the people at the show. So that was a great intro. And then uh, recently he attended uh, an event we had in Los Angeles and uh, it was always good to see him. And Mark, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. And thank you for having me at uh, your recent launch party. And um, yeah, High Times was a fun time. I think that's pretty close to when you guys launched too, right? Or like when you guys are just starting up? Oh yeah, pretty much. That was the first kind of public face that we put on Shuggies and uh, it was great. I mean, I um, the, it was a little freewheeling that show, but yeah. I did enjoy it myself and I think people liked it too. Um, it was, remember it was hot and then it was cold and I think it rained yeah. a bit, which was super weird for that time of year. It, but, yeah, it was, it was, the weather was a little weird, but I thought, yeah, there was a good show out. And um, even though the weather was kind of funky, I thought there was still like a good amount of people. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah. So, hey, um, Mark, we got other things in common. Like you, you went to University of Oregon. I went to University of Oregon. And from our prior conversation, that's where kind of you got uh, into cannabis a little bit. I know you, you had it in high school a bit. Why don't you give uh, the people at home kind of a bio on your relationship to cannabis and and how it got you where you are today. So I really fell in love with, um, well, when I first tried cannabis, it was at the age of 14. And that is um, back in high school, I was considered like a late bloomer for my friends. Um, I'm from Los Angeles. So there's a lot of different things that go around. But when it my relationship really flourished with it, I would say is like you mentioned when um, I went to the University of Oregon, um, it is really part of the culture up there. And so I would say, you know, from, you know, selling it in my dorm to, um, selling it across the street, it's it just like, it was part of the whole, my whole experience when I was up in Oregon. And I really, 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 I really enjoyed that part rather than Oregon's bigger, a lot bigger on the smoking aspect rather than the drinking aspect um, right, right. of partying. And, um, I don't know. I think, you know, for example, when I was, there was a time when I was smoking a joint next to my friend who's drinking a beer and my friend who's uh, drinking a beer got an MIP, which is minor in possession, which they hand out frequently um, up there for, um, you know, when you're drinking alcohol, but when, when you're uh, smoking, you know, they don't really care probably because you don't get too rowdy. Um, you know, you don't really do too many dumb things when you're high. Maybe you, you don't rob a bank, right? Exactly. Yeah. Or, crash a car. Exactly. Um, so Mark, um, why don't you tell us how 
and where the correlation came between just standard, you know, cannabis use and uh, your intro to cannabis, and then transitioning that into the coffee world where they just naturally meant to be together? Or was this something that you just kind of said, hmm, this needs to go with this? Yeah, so that's a good question. Um, It was kind of, you know, just, it was kind of a coincidence, but also for me, my relationship with CBD goes back a long time from when, um, when I was, as soon as I turned 18, I got a medical marijuana card in California and um, back in the day, um, CBD wasn't as common because they weren't um, genetically modifying the uh, marijuana plants or cannabis plants to produce as much CBD. So CBD was much more expensive. And um, since it didn't get you high, a lot of people, it wasn't w- as widely used as it is today because people didn't really know the medical benefits. But I did know that when I took it, um, there were many different um, ways that it benefited me. I know it, I knew obviously it didn't get me high, but I have, I've had back pain for a while and anxiety, um, and I knew it helped both of those. So I knew that there was a lot of different medical benefits um, associated with uh, CBD. So when basically I started uh, roasting coffee as after I went up to Oregon and visited a friend, and my uh, friend's dad um, showed me how to roast coffee on a hot air popcorn maker. Right. And that's like where it started. And the real reason I started roasting coffee was, um, because I was a, a poor college student, um, getting in grad school. And the only way for me to get <clears throat> good coffee was for me to roast Make it, it yourself. Right. Yeah. So, um, what I did is I just started doing really small batches for myself. And then, um, my, my family, I started sharing with my family and they started saying, you know, like saying that I should sell it. And I started selling it under the name Buddha beans, um, before I even started infusing it with CBD. So the name Buddha beans and, um, kind of just all fell into place. Um, so, so where's the name come from? Buddha beans. Uh, I was, well, I was practicing like Buddhism and going to like Dharma talks and learning about the Dharma, like back, um, when I w- when I was starting this, um, and like med- doing a lot of meditation Um, like doing that kind of practice. And so like I was joking, well, so there's basically there's every, if you go down the list of names for um, coffee companies, you can basically say any name and there's like something coffee, like already, like somewhere. Uh, Right. um, There's already stake. Somebody's taken that territory. Yeah, exactly. And so like, I was like joking around with um, my dad and my brother were in Greece I think they were somewhere together and I was like joking or I was saying names and they were looking it up on like the USPTO to see if it was trademarked. Right. And I was like joking around and I was like, Buddha beans, like as a joke and it wasn't trademarked. So, um, oh, lucky trademark and, um, now I have a well, trademark. It certainly looks good on your bags. I mean, it's, Thank it's you. a, it's a great look for you. I, I don't think you're going to go wrong with that one. I mean, it's just a really solid look. Along with your hemp, your hemp bags that you were giving away, it just, um, you know, I gave that. I was in Paris last summer, and I gave it to a friend of mine who loves cannabis over there, and obviously it's illegal. When I gave it to him, he was so overjoyed, uh, you know, and everybody uses a shopping bag there, so he's he's yeah. jacked up. He's using your Buddha bean bags in Paris, which That's is amazing. Super, and you know what? It's like cool. they've they showed interest as well, and you know, going back to like kind of like the CBD and the coffee, I think it was you know coffee 
going when I've always had anxiety. And like I said, I always knew that um, the CBD helped my anxiety or it helped me in different ways. I wasn't sure exactly how, you know, now that there's more research out, I can definitely like pinpoint like, oh, it's helping that, it's helping that, it's helping that. But right, back then, right. all I know was helping something. So um, when I really fell in love with, when they were able to produce CBD kind of like on a mass, you know, about two, well, we started, I started roasting coffee about two years ago. I started infusing about a year and a half ago. And mm-hmm. back then, that's kind of when like they were able to start producing CBD on a, like a on a large scale, and it started to get a lot cheaper. So I was able to um, like afford it, and that's why right. I was able to do a lot of R and D. So it's kind of like uh, a coincidence, like a happy coincidence, that I was able to infuse it and figure out how to infuse it, and that it mm-hmm. works so well together. But so I always knew like how powerful they both were separately. So let's talk about that um, on your webpage um, or on one of the pages on your website. Uh-huh. You do have the CBD wheel there. And yeah. I do notice that most of your your content is almost 100% pure CBD. Yeah. Uh, very little other CBD, no CBDA, um, bare, probably trace. You've got CBDV uh-huh. um, and no discernible THC whatsoever. I mean, so yeah. obviously, now is this a cannabis derived cbd like a bread down cannabis or is this a hemp derived cbd because i i personally make a big differential between those two products so we recently um that is still an up-to-date test that is on our our website but we recently got tested randomly tested by a they are a a reputable um they have a blog and a a big social media following Mm-hmm. Um, they're called CBD reviews or great CBD reviews or so, so they did it at random. They just went out and bought your stuff and tried it. So and tested it. We, we sponsor quite a few of their events. Mm-hmm. And so, um, what we do is when people buy like raffle tickets or when they have like, you know, you buy a ticket to their event, sometimes they'll have like those, they'll give away like bags and that's all they'll kind of like raise money for, um, for their, their, uh, nonprofit. So, they, they have to raise their own money and they're really good at like educating the public. So I always felt they've, they've supported us since we were, we had a hundred followers on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And so they've always pushed us. They had about 11,000 followers. Now they have over 50,000 followers. Um, and we have, you know, over 8,000. And so um, they've always supported me from the beginning. So I've always wanted to support them. And then they randomly, so took one of the products that we gave them and sent it to their lab. So they're working with a lab now to test products randomly. And they didn't even tell us that they were going to send it in. And okay. so um, they sent you have it. A, you have a new one coming up then, a new graphic and, coming. Yeah. So it, it came out with, I can read it. Um, it came out with um, Delta 9 THC, Delta 8 THC, THCA, I believe. And, what percentage um, is very, very low, I would imagine, right? It is low. It's still in the legal range. Good. I mean, so you're using a t- cannabis-derived CBD. Then. I'm using a cannabis-derived. So it is a, it is very low THC marijuana, technically. That's, that's great. Um, and so it is, a, we, we switched, we did, I did used to use all, um, basically an isolate. And the isolate, uh, I thought, worked the best with coffee. Now there's a lot of regulations that are coming out with the FDA and different things where um, they are requiring a, a basic – basically you need more than just the isolated CBD um, right. for different reasons for the government. And um, so what we did is um, I took 
I made a new mixture of, um, you know, isolate and crude and it came out with, um, CBC, um, I, I believe, um, CBDV, it came out with a, a, a couple different, um, it's, it's a full spectrum. It's considered oh. a full spectrum. So now cool. we are hitting all the different, all the different, um, cannabinoids pretty much. Right on. Okay. So let's go to a break here and then we'll pick it up after the break. And we're going to go looking at the future of Buddha Bean and what's in store. So join us in a few. We'll be back to Crave Your Sweet Tooth with more Dazed and Infused right after this. Fetch your earbuds and stay tuned for some pure pet care conversation. Hi, it's Angela Ardolino with It's a Dog's Life, and I have Hernanda Umana joining me. We're just both so fascinated with how much we've learned since we've been in this pet industry and creating an all-natural product. Because it's a dog's life. I am a huge fan of my guest today, Dr. Bob Goldstein. I have, in my experience, not seen many natural substances produce the results that CBD is producing in the animals that we are testing on. It's a Dog's Life with Angela Ardolino, only on Cannabis Radio. Hey, take a look at this. They're selling smart pots. (laughs) They have pot that can make you smart? Where is it? Not that kind of pot. Smart pots are the best aeration container to grow your plants. Check this out. This is the original fabric container for faster producing healthier plants. They're made with a superior fabric that delivers high yields. Plus, smart pots are reusable and sustainable, so you can use them over and over again, no matter if you use them indoor or outdoor. That's very smart, but how good are they for the environment? Smart pots are BPA-free and lead-free, so you'll always be able to ensure a pure, clean grow, and they're 100% made in the U.S. Over 28 million smart pots have already been sold, so it seems like a smart investment. Look for smart pots in close to 2,000 garden centers throughout North America and ask for the original fabric container. Find a store near you or order yours online at smartpots.com. The cannabis industry is growing almost as fast as the cannabis and hemp being planted and harvested. Where, when, and how fast will the cannabis and hemp industries continue to climb? Who will be the people leading the charge into that promised land of profit? Let's pursue those answers and more with the Plant Profits. Welcome to another episode of Plant Profits. I am Bert Miller, your host. As you guys know, the purpose of this show is to introduce you to some of the most forward-thinking executives and companies in the cannabis industry. Plant Profits, only on CannabisRadio.com. How sweet it is. Dazed and Infused is back, only on CannabisRadio.com. Okay, we're back with Days and Infused with Mark Nari of Buddha Bean Coffee. And uh, we just talked about the CBD wheel that's on their website and kind of the interesting part of that. Uh, Mark, I know that you get most of your CBD from um, a grower in Oregon, and uh, you found that relationship good. Um, is there anything you're looking for in the future? I mean, where are you going? Are you looking for pure organics? Are you looking for just more purity. What are you looking for in the future with the um, distillate or isolate you're getting? So we are, there's a couple of different things that we are coming out with right now. Um, you know, as we, you know, a full spectrum uh, coffee bean. And then we're also right now we're working on, you know, as you experienced in person, 
the um, nitro cold brew. We're going to be coming out with a regular cold brew, bottled cold brew in the beginning. Oh, and right then, on. Um, we'll eventually be coming out with a nitro cold brew um, when we find the right person to can it. But mm-hmm. we um, are working on that formulation and we should have it out by the end of 2019. Um, oh, I bet people working- can't wait for that. I mean, I, I personally want to get that in yeah, the store. It's- it people it's really highly anticipated and um you know we're we're working with a person to do a custom formulation so we're going to be able to actually um customly uh like add which cannabinoids we want um which we think which whatever ones we think work the best with the caffeine and, and the coffee and the cold right brew. on so, so um like for instance you know the um california department of public health um which is the governing body for all edibles in the state of california uh-huh. under the bcc they um you can't put artificial caffeine. I don't know if the people at home know this, but you can't put artificial caffeine into a um, cannabis product. It has to be either coffee or tea, naturally derived caffeine, and that's the only way you can do it. So when you see products that are caffeinated um, energy drinks, that kind of thing, those aren't legal. They're then they're probably not tested, so stay away from those. Right, Martin, and that's a recent thing too. That it they didn't even used to allow any caffeine with cannabis, so they've recently uh, changed it to as long as it's naturally occurring. In that's the right. Substance. In um, so to kick this back in my direction a little, what what sweeteners do you like to use? I mean, I I know that you like sugars. You've had it a number of times, but in that's terms of your day to day life, which sweeteners do you use? Do you use agave, honey, sugar? Where do you go for your sweetener? I typically go, if I'm going to use a sweetener, I will definitely use an agave um, or, um, you know, some natural sweetener. And um, so I'm usually, I usually drink my coffee black with a little sweetener or I'll drink it with a little uh, almond milk or uh, different uh, oat milk. Yeah, almond milk is really good. I have not been too enthused by the oat milk. My daughter used to bring home oat milk and I was like, not not my cup of tea. But almond milk for sure. I love almond milk. Yeah, I think Um, it depends. Yeah, and, and you tried some of the baked good that Jeff the Chef did at our event. And yeah. what do you think of those? They were amazing, weren't they? They're so good. You can't even, you would never even know. And they're, you, uh, they're, be, they're like know. very pretty looking as well. Not only like great tasting, but they look amazing. Yeah, I mean, he's an artist. That was really, uh, really cool. And we are doing an event coming up in the Palm Springs area in Desert Hot Springs on the 30th of this month, October 2019. And um, Jeff is kindly making a nice uh, caramel corn for that. So you'll be enjoying that. Hopefully, if you come up, Mark, that'd be great to see you yeah, up there. Yeah, I'll definitely be there. Well, I'll put you on the VIP list, man. And if anybody out there, and if this airs before that, please um, let uh, send us an uh, email at info at shogies.com, and we'll let you know how to get a ticket to that event. Um, where can people find your products right now? I, I know that you're in a lot of states. You have a good exposure and um, you have a big following. Where Where is the big places for you? Obviously, California, but where else? Yeah, so California, um, we have, if you want to try our cold brew, you can go to Cannabis Now, which is across the street from the Beverly Center on Robertson. You can They have our cold brew on draft and they also have our beans there. Um we also have a large, uh, a, a good amount of stores in um, Texas. Um, one of them that has supported us from the beginning is called Nature's Joint. Um, and they have a shop in Austin and in Southern Texas. Mm-hmm. Um, we, are, we are working our way um, into other parts of the state, but we're very prominent in um, South Carolina. 
we're in a couple of different shops there. We're in no kidding. Um, New York, but now New York City is not allowing um, CBD in any food or drink products. So that's a struggle that we've been kind of dealing with. And it's an ongoing battle um, with different, there's different, different parts of the country and different cities mainly. Like for example, there's a store that got fined in Orange County. So it really just, it depends what part of the country you're in and more importantly, like who's in charge of that specific like County or city. Right. And so um, we're kind of dealing with that, but we've been very uh, popular in New York and uh, Florida, um, but Texas, um, California, and South Carolina are definitely our three largest. Well, hopefully, Shuggies will join you in those states shortly. We are looking at a big expansion plan, and because Americans generally drink three point one coffee coffee drinks a day, uh, Shuggies would be a nice accompaniment across this great country of ours. And especially, I'd love to see it in Texas. I mean, I would be overjoyed to see Shuggies represented in Texas and Florida, of course, and New York too. I just yeah. got off the phone with a friend of mine whose aunt fell down in New York City on the street in uh, Manhattan. Thank God she's all right. But she she got her uh, nephew on uh, the phone and he said, get some Shuggies out here. I said, well, not quite yet. Sorry. But <laughs> soon, I'm hoping. Yeah. Um, so in terms of your um, big plan, other than the nitrous, I mean, are events big for you? I mean, private events or do you send your nitrous um, dispensers around to private parties? Do you do to um, public events? Where, where do people just generally stumble upon your product? So we are, our nitro, we will, we definitely do um, certain events. Um, the two big events that we will be uh, showing at, um, in the recent, in like the next six months, we were, we are doing the San Francisco coffee festival. All right. That's a big our, thing. Yeah. We'll have our nitro set up up there. We'll have um, hot and um, cold brew. So that will be, if you want to come out to that, we'll be sampling up there. And then we will be doing the natural food expo West, which is not till March, 2020, but that's a really big show. So we're kind of, um, we'll definitely be showing, um, you know, kind of like the nitro tap, but also we'll have our bottles by then. And hopefully yeah. we'll have our nitro in cans as well. But we'll definitely, by then, we'll definitely have it in bottles. I'm Like I said, I'm working with, um, you know, a drink uh, scientist or formulist that is um, making our the formula for our cold brew right now. Um, I already met with them a couple of times. So it's just right now um, I'm getting the equipment to be able to uh, create the cold brew on a large scale um, okay. so, that, so that I Let can me- give a concentrate to produce it. So for your raw beans, um, you know, just for everyone's edification, these hand, they're basically hand roasted beans, correct? Yeah. So we do, yeah. we're, we're micro roasters. So we do them in small batches. And that's an expensive process because your, your beans aren't cheap, but I mean, I've tried them and they're delicious. So you're getting a lot of bang for your buck. I mean, you're getting a very high level of coffee and a high level of experience here. And I think that's what people need to know is like when you go to, you know, Safeway or Vons or Ralph's or wherever you shop, you're not necessarily getting the best beans out there. You're not necessarily getting the best roast. You're not getting a handmade product. So that's the big difference here that yeah. Buddha beans is pretty much a handmade product and you're getting obviously love in it. You're getting a lot of Mark and his staff and their passion for coffee put into the drink. So that's definitely, definitely important. Too. 
um, with sourcing as well. We, we source directly from Colombia. Our beans from Colombia are sourced directly from there. Are um, they fair trade? They are fair trade. These are actually direct trade. And then all of our other beans are fair trade. So mm-hmm. they're all fair trade. But, um, you know, as if we go directly to the farms, we're actually cutting out a middleman, which is so we're creating more um, revenue for the farms. Right. It's going um, straight. No middlemen. You're cutting out I mean, that person exactly. that doesn't need so, to be there. We're trying to do that more. We're talking to a farm in um, Ethiopia, a couple in South America, and um, some in one in Asia, I believe. So we're trying to do more direct sourcing so that we can kind of help out the farms um, and the communities as well more. I think that's great. Putting more dollars and cents into people's pockets who are the farmers, that's where it's at. And really keeping that passion for farmers and farming the land alive. Because without that, and you can get too many people in the middle of the chain, you're going to be killing farming as we know it. And um, so on that, let's take a little short break. We'll go to another uh, commercial here and we'll come back. We'll be back to Crave Your Sweet Tooth with more Dazed and Infused right after this. Oh, let the marijuana llama tell you something now About a game for your phone gonna make you say wow The game's about the game of growing cannabis for cash Grow the seeds, sell the bud, put the savings in the stash Little by little your empire grows large Put the big celebrities inside your entourage You can choose to play with Snoop or me or Cheech and Chong Cypress Hill, Willie Nelson, Wiz Khalifa with a bong The name of the game is Hemping, that's the point Download and play while you light yourself a joint Business and cannabis should be no crime. Hemp Inc. is even hot proved by the man who run high times. Oh yeah, get it on Android and I and iOS today. Marijuana llama out. Got to tend to me on crops, you know. Money don't make itself. Hemp Inc. Fortunate to have Michael Brewer of Brewer and Shipley. Your signature top 10 song, One Toke Over the Line. I've read a couple different versions of, of what the tune's origins are. What's the true story? We were playing a little club in Kansas City. A friend stopped by with some really good hash. We stepped out back and came back in. We're tuning up in the dressing room, and Tom said, Man, I'm really One Toke Over the Line. I just cracked up. I thought it was hysterical. We literally wrote that song just entertaining ourselves and to make our friends laugh. It's time to Hemp Resent, only on Cannabis Radio. Elevate your every day with that Shuggies feeling, with the sweet taste of Shuggies. Add a cup of Shuggies to your morning coffee. Ah, how sweet it is. Shuggies infuses cannabis and cane sugar to make it the perfect sweetener with benefits. Make your happy hour happier with a dunk of Shuggies in your drink. Order your Shuggies now at S-H-O-O-G-I-E-S dot com or find it in dispensaries throughout California. Whenever you crave a little sweet, pick up Shuggies, the sweet, sweet, take-anywhere treat. How sweet it is. Dazed and Infused is back only on CannabisRadio.com. This is Dazed and Confused. I'm Latham Woodward, your host. Tonight, we're talking to Mark Nari of Buddha Bean Coffee. And this is kind of the wrap-up where we're just going to talk about fun stuff and cannabis and edibles and different stuff. Mark, you have any stories about interesting or different edible experiences that you or someone you know might have had? Yeah, so in, um, in college, uh, I had some um, friends that were from Southern Oregon 
And um, there's a lot, that's where a lot of kind of like the old school farms are kind of like the oh, yeah. um, way back in, in the back uh, woods or up their farm was um, supposedly the, the story was that it's where like Jack Rare's from. Oh, like Jack by Grants, Grants Pass area? Or? Yeah, Grants Pass area. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So um, basically they used to bring down like a lot of weed and we just used to trim it and smoke it. But um, they used to just let me do whatever I wanted with the trim. So we used to make um, blackout brownies. Um, and that already sounds bad. Yeah, they were, it wasn't, honestly, it wasn't even like fun. You just, you literally blacked out every time you had one. So Ooh, that sounds um, awful. Yeah. But it, you know, if you didn't eat the whole thing, you, you were good. But um, you yeah. know, usually when, when you're making the brownies, it's not, uh, it doesn't end up too great. Usually. No. And, and back in the day, you know, that whole, the flavor profile of burnt terpenes, especially if you're baking at a high temperature, yeah. just so un, so unpleasant. Uh, oh, Jeff, yeah. so bad. Jeff, the chef, and I talked about that last week about so that's just the big downer with a lot of edibles. And we all did that, you know, we all yeah, try to our, do different, different ways to cook. And it's just like, well, this is terrible. We, we cooked but, ours, I think for like nine hours back in the day, we used to like uh, marinate it and it used to just be black because we used to put so much trim in it. And was that butter, was, butter derived? Yeah, basically? butter. Yeah, it would be cool. Yeah, you have any? Uh, you ever do tinctures or anything like that? You know, a lot of it in Oregon, it was either we were making brownies or um, we were making hash. Yeah, but, I remember. Um, or Oregon was just they were so smoke centric. You know, even when yeah. I was back there, I'm older than you, um, but it was still kind of the same. And now I have a daughter up there, and it's uh, I think it's still kind of the same. It's still mellow. It's still yeah. Eugene. Yeah. yeah, I was up there the other last. <laughs> Last week or two weeks ago, when you stopped by um, Eugene, you could just smell it in the air. It's still the same. Definitely. Did you did you drive up there by any chance? I I drove. So I I flew into Portland and drove down to. um, Did you did you smell the weed between Portland and Eugene? It's on the freeway. I know. It's, am- yeah. it's amazing. It's what a, hemp- what a yeah, different world we live in, right? There's like there's tons of like hemp fields. There's yeah, it's wild. Wow, that's way different. I heard my friend who lives in Oregon said that literally, like his um, neighbors are just letting him come out and like chop down hemp and take it. Like that's how much there is right now growing in in Oregon. Yeah, they have a. Uh, I heard last that they have a seven-year oversupply in Oregon. So that's so crazy. That's calm down, calm, calm down, Oregonians. <laughs> <laughs> Grow better, not more. You know, you really. It's about rain. quality, not quantity, right? Yeah, but they, they have that quality too. They really know oh. how to grow. I feel like, you know, when, when I was up there, I met with a very old school grower and um, because he's one of my friend's uncles and he just knew, like, he was just, he made it so that there were eight different points. He knew exactly what to do, how to grow it in, like, outdoor in Oregon's conditions. So I think, you know, they're just really pro. Yeah, I mean, well, here we are at the end of the, you know, the growing season right now. And I mean, it's yeah. literally, it's harvest time. Yeah. So, um just a big shout out to everyone out there who, if yeah. you're in the fields or you're in a greenhouse right now, or you're in a polytunnel and you're doing the hard work and you've got gloves on and don't itch your eyes, please God, don't itch <laughs> your eyes right now. <laughs> yeah, and we, were, we were just out in the farm. We were out at our farm um, harvesting with them and it's a lot of, it's a hard work. It's we were, we planted and harvested this year and you really get an appreciation for what those farmers do day in and day out to create, you know, a solid product. And I, I really tr- truly feel like, intention there's a lot of intention put behind growing and yeah uh, marijuana let, let, and 
cannabis. Let's so. let's give tribute to these people because it's it's farming, okay? It's not glamour. Yep. It's not something yep. super classy. It's 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 tough work and it's a lot of heartache. I, I you know, friends of mine who are growers up in Sonoma County and Lake County, I say to them, "When are you coming out of your hermit cave?" Yep. Because you know the drill. You know, this time of year something can go wrong so fast on uh-huh. you and you are boned. You, That's what, you, right now there's a lot of mold going around because it's raining and then it's freezing in the morning because it's so cold. Yeah. So thank gosh. They're getting moldy. Well, right now in NorCal, we've been, it's inundated with 80 degree weather. So it's been well, very nice. nice up here. So I think uh, there's a lot of happy folks out there up in NorCal right now. Yeah, and yeah, I mean, I think they're they're going to be bringing in some good crops this year, yeah. and and hopefully um, we'll see something interesting um, next year. I'm interested to see what the trends are in terms of flower and Definitely. what what people are gravitating towards. So I'm always excited to see what sells this year and where the industry is going. Yeah, I call a I call a um, I think it's going to go back to outdoor, and people are going to start appreciating that more. Again, yeah, I'm. I'm so down with that because, you know, the outdoor varietals for me, at least, um, I like the way they look. I like the way they feel. I like the way they smell. I like what you can do. And I like people who push the envelope in terms of letting stuff sit and really seeing what they can get out of it. They don't always yeah. do it with all their plants, but they do it with a select few. And oh, yeah. the results can be amazing. Yeah, it's like wine. I, I, I learned going up there this time, you can literally like, um, you know, the more chirpings come out, the longer you age it, if you age it correctly. So. Right. Yeah, pretty crazy. Well, on that nice harvest note, I think we're going to wrap it up tonight. And once again, we've had Mark Nari of Buddha Bean Coffee here. Yeah, and thanks for coming, Mark. It's always entertaining to hear you talk. You got a lot to say, which I really love because um, this is an industry that needs um, proponents. It needs people out there advocating for cannabis and, you know, sane cannabis use. Definitely. And it needs innovation. And um, hopefully Buddha Bean will continue its growth pattern. Shuggies has got your back, man. And we will now in the future. So I'll see you down in Desert Hot Springs, my friend. Sounds good. Looking forward to that. And yeah, we have an edible coming out too. Hopefully I can bring you some to that party. It's going to be a caramel. We're going to have caramel with with some grinds in it. So it make it a little crunchy. So we're coming out with that. K-cups, flavored K-cups, cold brew. So yeah, I'm going to bring, I'll bring all of them down for you for the party. Okay. Do you have a shout out for your website? Yeah, BuddhaBeansCoffee.com and also give us a follow on Instagram and Facebook. Facebook has been kind of shutting us down, but definitely Instagram, BuddhaBeansCoffee. Um, any yeah, emails? Coffee.com. You can um, find us online. And uh, if you have any questions, you can always email us at info at BuddhaBeansCoffee.com. If you have wholesale inquiries or you have any questions about sales, uh, email us at sales at uh, BuddhaBeansCoffee.com and we'll get back to you within 24 hours. Right on. And as always... You can find us at shuggies.com. That's S-H-O-O-G-I-E-S.com. And if you need any information about where to find Shuggies, we try to keep our list updated of dispensaries where Shuggies is available. That's shuggies.com. And also, if you need information, it's info at shuggies.com. Mark, thanks again. I appreciate it. See you soon. Bye-bye. The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited.